Hello and welcome to Journey Through the Decacast. Shard 16, the yeah. final one. The show is over now. Definitely ended this episode. <laughs> I am Shin Garrett. I'm Chris. And uh, this week was the last episode of Kevin Rider Geo. It was not, fortunately. It was for about half the episode. It, it was for a little while, but yeah, I mean, like, I mean, no one seriously thought there were. No, I I know I didn't seriously think it, but (laughs) on the other end, I was like, man, what if they just did that? You do keep saying, like, oh, man, and, like, Gaim and and Build and stuff, they, in Nexay, they super changed the show, like, partway through, so I was wondering, like, is this the sort of show where the main character is just gonna change all of a sudden? No, this is definitely, this is definitely the turning point. Yeah. I, I have, I have no doubt in my mind. Because the next episode, cool things are going to happen. Yeah, from they're going to start introducing new writers. Yeah, I'm excited about next episode. Honestly, more than more than this episode. I really liked 15 and 16. I feel bad that Garrett didn't enjoy them. Uh, I think 15's probably better, actually. <laughs> so, so do you not like Sogo, or do you not like Gates, or do you just not like either of them? My problem is I want to like Gates, but... Gates doesn't want me to like him back. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like like Sogo shows a, a level of genuine like personal conflict over his future here. It's plausible that Gates would feel also conflicted about what he's trying to do. See, but like we've been doing this plotline with Gates since the start of the show. <laughs> okay, well they should just shouldn't have done it until now. <laughs> Fine, that. I I would agree with that, but I mean, like we we've been doing this this plotline this entire show so far. Yeah, I I've enjoyed it a lot more than you, but honestly, like I kind of agree. Like Common Rider Gates as a character just doesn't really seem like a character you would want to have there from episode one. You'd introduce that character like a little bit in once you've established the concept. That or or just be consistent with them, just like. I swear, it's like every other arc, if he wants to kill Shogo or not, is is a different answer. I mean, well, he's got a... I don't know. I'm not, like... I don't want him to not, like, waffle on whether he wants to kill Sogo or not. I feel like that's, like, re- believable drama, but, like, maybe they shouldn't have introduced him until episode 9 or 7 or something. Like, the dilemma of it is interesting, but... It, it's it it feels it, it feels like like he resolves himself to one answer every other episode. That's true. That's true. And so, like, my biggest issue is just like he he always seems to resolve himself, but then that resolve doesn't matter seconds later. <laughs> well, they have they're being constantly messed like their timelines are being constantly messed with, so they're going through constant drastic change of the situation. I mean, maybe I guess that could be a deep-rooted prob thing that's happening as well that they just don't care to explain. I guess I was actually it it really weirded out that in this one when okay base yeah when they blow up the Z- the Zio belt in this one like Sukiyomi and Gates don't like instantly disappear or something. Well. Zio doesn't get time travel. I don't get Zio's time travel. It's one of the, it's one of the other. I mean that 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 robot that they were fighting doesn't 
go away either. It kind of just falls to the floor. Right, he just dies. Alright, and then and then there's the one thing where like the the giant, like really goofy looking war of the ro- war of the world robots go away. But then that oh. one was just hiding the entire time. The ones that look like they're like giant death robots made out of electric razors. Yes. Yeah. So like that one was hiding the whole time, so like was the timeline actually fixed for this fifteen minutes? I don't know. I guess if we I don't know if I'm like trying to second guess it, but maybe Obazio was just making everything look ambiguous for a little while there. Cause like he is an evil time overlord. He could probably right. do that. And like Waz has like a room full of space time drivers, apparently. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he could just pop over into the next timeline over and grab one if he needed it. I Is that what they're doing though? Are they hopping timelines? <laughs> Well, I guess they haven't been doing that up until this point. I mean, that kind of re- recontextualizes a lot of things if that's actually the case, and I think that's actually where the show's moving towards. Maybe it's like Chrono Trigger rules, where you can go and take something from the future, but then you can go and slightly back from the past from that and then take it again, and then go <laughs> slightly back from the past from that and take it again, so it's like just having an infinite amount of something. So, uh, so time travel is something that uh, one should really think about before throwing it in their project. <laughs> I mean, it's not important. We've, we've talked about this so many times. I, I know. Like, I, un- I, I, I understand that it's not important, but it also keeps raising more questions than it answers. It does raise a lot of questions. The, okay, well, this is the episode where, like, the main reason time travel is even in the show happens. Well, other than, like, the fan service with all the other writers and stuff, but... Right. <laughs> but, uh, Sogo confronts him, the evil version of himself from the future. Like... Well, continues that. He kind of did that last episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was the end of the last episode beginning of this one. And, yeah, this episode, Shogo's like, alright, I understand. I-, I believe this future everybody has been t- telling me. I'm gonna go destroy this belt now. Right. Yeah, because he, he hadn't really bought that there was, like, evil inside himself until he was actually forced to confront it. Man, it I, it just hit on me that it could totally be Shogo's uncle, actually. Because, like, he was talking about um how, how he, he's like, oh, I've told no one in this dream. And I'm thinking back, I'm like, wait, your uncle was the one that brought up the dream in the first place. He had told his uncle. Yeah, his uncle's the one person. Oh, well, I mean, I guess now in the timeline, he's told Tsukiyomi and, and Gates, so. If they want to get real funky with it and say that Obizio is Gates or something. I, I don't want to go, like, that circular with it. <laughs> That's not a level I, I, I want to work through with my brain. <laughs> That's probably fair, yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, they destroy the belt and the show's over for about half the episode. Yeah, I, I mean, if it's, I don't know, that's the the weird thing that makes me think like maybe Omazio had planned this because it seems real weird. If the Timejackers had just left well enough alone and not tried to kill Sogo, they would have been fine. Like they take the single largest action against their own interests by going back after Sogo. Well, knowing what you know now, though, about who was in in the dream and who ordered the death of Shogo. Right. Yeah, I guess I hadn't thought of that. 
Do you think Schwartz is playing like this ridiculous long con here? Possibly. Oh man, spoilers. Schwartz was the one in the dream. Do I bleep that out? I don't know. Um, I mean, I I think you're right. Yeah, like it's clearly the same build and uh, like the voice is blurred a little bit. But yeah, it's like the not common writer build, physical build. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even gonna go there, but I'm glad you caught it. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's probably I, fine. I I assume it is a a character like a like a an Easter egg and not just they're trying to they didn't have an extra actor for that. I assume it's intentional. No, no, they they hundred percent reveal it in future episode. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I forgot we're a ways behind where the show is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess that's just staying. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, hey. <laughs> yeah, if someone's like watching the show, then they would. Yeah, yeah, you'll you'd get there sooner or later. It's fine. Yeah. Next it's... next time we'll be better about being consistent about where we are in the show. But you know it's, what, Zio isn't because it's, it's time Zio. travel. The time travel's made up, and the narrative doesn't matter. Yeah, like we're just time traveling in podcast form to do that. Boom, nailed it. The, that is like the decade theme. Well, no, the decade is is dimensions. Well, yeah, but he's also... I don't know. Or, or like, Decade and Zio. Decade and Zio, like, No, no, don't... in Zio. Like, in, in the show Zio. Right. But he, he throws... He throws Sogo into the future with a dimension portal. Right. But we've determined that each different time is its own dimension. <laughs> oh, man. That, that, that's how I work that out. I mean, yeah... The, the basic premise of Decade and Zeo are incompatible, because in Zeo, everything happened ostensibly on one timeline, and in Decade, they all happened in different worlds. Yeah. Which is why they just have Decade do whatever the fuck he wants. Right. And I love it. He does seem to not follow any rules. And I'm perfectly fine with that. Yep, yep. It, it does make him kind of a fun presence in the show. He's kind of just being chaotic neutral right now. Yeah. It's not clear exactly. But like the fun chaotic neutral, not like the bad one. Right. He's he's also coming back. Like it's it's a while from now, but he's he's coming back. He's not done in, in Zio yet. Is he like acting in something else currently? Uh no, I think he just went away for a while and he's gonna yeah. come back. That makes sense. I'm curious if, like, him and, uh, Ura are, like, it seems like they're in a relationship or something? I don't know. I don't know. They're, maybe they're just hanging out together. I, I think Ura was just the one stuck to babysit Tsukasa. <laughs> oh, yeah, Ura. is the younger guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, I meant Ura. No, that's what I thought you said, so you were fine. Okay. But yeah, I, I assume she was just the one stuck babysitting him. Possibly. Or then he just leaves in the end of the episode, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I did have a question. When when did Gates get the X-Aid watch? I thought that Sogo had always had the X-Aid watch. Yeah, um, I don't know. They switch watches, so I guess it's feasible that he would have had it at some point. But then... Yeah, they do just have them on that weird little tower thing at the house, so I guess they could just, like, grab a handful whenever they leave. Yeah, but, like... Gates also just had the Gem one, which was pretty much the exact same power set. Right. 
Right. But I mean, they narrative they narratively needed it um for the end of the episode where they swapped watches, so then um Shogo could get into X Aid, um uh Mighty Mighty Action Brothers. Form. I was gonna ask you about the the decade X Aid move being he gets two of himself. Yeah, no, that that's a thing in X Aid. Oh, okay. Okay. That's a pretty cool super move, I gotta say. Yeah, it's it brings up a lot of narrative questions because just how logistically it worked in in X Aid, but that's fine. I was a little confused. I was like, um, are they they both him? Are is he like controlling both bodies at once? Or is... <laughs> it did raise a lot of questions. But hey, to you ex- know? to explain it, I would have to explain X Aid. <laughs> okay, fair. So we'll, we'll do that later. I uh, I wasn't a huge fan of the uh, the minion guy, the Omazeo minion. He's oh, got kind of a lame design. Like What's generic robot guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, His... I, he might be like a, a Kitbash monster design from Build, honestly. Oh, yeah? He, he... Yeah, at first when he showed up, I was like, he looks kind of like uh, like a tokusatsu version of Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. Kind of. He has a spear, though. Yeah, yeah. And I do kind of like his like weird back spider leg things, but yeah. Overall, yeah. it's a kind of weak design. Not very expressive. Yeah, I mean, we've been just been spoiled with another writer designs, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true, yeah. The villains have been so fun overall that this one is a real letdown. I agree. I'm trying to think what else happened this episode, because, like, half the episode, we resolve the show, and <laughs> right, then okay, we yes. go back and start the show again. The, the episode opens with Obazio being like, well, if you don't want to be me, go back to the past and blow up your belts. Right, which we do, like, which right away. Doesn't, it doesn't really make sense that he would say that, because, like... I assume the idea is that it's not going, he knows it's not going to stick, because otherwise he would prevent Sogo from doing that, ostensibly. I mean, he likes being himself from what we've seen, so. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess he, like, he assumed he, he knew himself well enough to where it wouldn't stick, or he, he does also not seem knew to have any regrets about what he's done to the world. Right. But, like,. My other my other question is like when they um when they like erase the timeline and he disappears for a second like uh-huh. the setting doesn't change just like that little section he was in is gone right right he's just not in his palantine anymore like the the future isn't nice after that right so th- I had questions about that well maybe the timeline just takes a little bit longer to straighten itself out fully <laughs> possible. Wait, isn't that actually... I think that's actually part of the extra-canonical narrative, is haven't the the writers said, like, the timelines fix themselves when you're not watching them or whatever? I don't remember, but you said extra, I'm like, are you gonna, like, give me fate extra lore right now? (laughs) No, no. No, I meant outside of in-show text canon. (laughs) I... I I don't know, it's... It's an interesting process trying to to kind of map that down. Right, right. So, but yeah, they go back to the past, and uh, Sogo is like, uh, Hey, Gates, you're getting your ass kicked. Blow up my rider belt, and that'll prevent everything that is bad from happening. Right. Yeah, because Shogo surely can't destroy it himself with, like, the Edge of Time or the Hay Saber. Wouldn't he need to have it on to use those? 
Um, maybe? I assume he, he doesn't want to risk stabbing himself in the crutch while he destroys it. Well, I mean, like, I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> there, there's been, there have been, like, series where, like, they're, they can use their weapons without being in their rider form. Right. That's true. But I don't think Soko ever has. That's, that's true. That's fair. But yeah, he took, uh, so he uses the wizard watch with his axe to make it a longbow, or a short bow, I guess. And, uh, yeah. Blo- well, it's always, the- a, it's always a bow. Right. It's always a bow and an axe at the same yes. time. Yes. But yeah, he shoots a freeze arrow and then a fire arrow and the space time driver blows up. Yeah. And the robot dies and is lying there on the floor, and we see a clip of the Omazeo in the future disappear. Correct. And Sogo is like, I'm emotionally distraught at this decision. Yeah, Shogo is emotionally distraught at this decision, but he's going to decide to go through with it so he doesn't right. be evil. He's upset, but he would rather the world not be destroyed. Right. Which which is fair. Yeah, well, that's, that's a pretty good... I, I agree with that. Yeah, it's a good choice. Um, he also asked uh, Sukiomi how long those those uh, silly robots would take taking over the world. Uh, apparently, it's only a few months. Right. Yeah, I think in the previous episode they'd said it wasn't long at all, and I was like, uh, days, hours. Yeah, but well, there's uh, also the thing where they where they where the timeline for that was also pushed ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They said uh, they mentioned that in this timeline they were showing up significantly earlier than they had in the. Uh, Omazeo timeline. Correct. So yeah, they do that, and then Gates is like, alright, I guess we're going back to the future now. Yeah, well, Sogo is explicitly like, I only wanted to be king to save the world, because of that dream I had, and if I'm going to become king and destroy the world, then that would be dumb, so I'll just stop, I guess. Yeah. I mean, makes sense. Right. Kind of s- shitty deal of the cards, but that's fine. Yeah. That that does suck that he doesn't get to be a cool common writer anymore. But hey, he's he's fine with that. Yeah, it's not like it sticks or anything. <laughs> I mean, he's uh, he's genuinely willing to not to like give up the power, as far as we can see. I mean, also true, but like Devil's Advocate, he also just like didn't destroy any of the ride watches. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, that's true, but. How would he have gotten rid of them? I mean, Tsukiyomi and Gates left immediately. He doesn't have any other super I mean, weapons to shoot them with. they should have thought to destroy them. Possibly. I, w- I don't know why they wouldn't have just taken them with them, actually. Yeah, I mean, unless that you can't destroy them, because otherwise it would cause time shenanigans. Oh, yeah, because yeah, the, right- the writer powers have to exist at one, like, in one per... At- in one instance. Is that just how you fix the timeline? Do you just destroy the wide ride watches and then everything goes back to normal? Is this that the would, end of the show? Are the, that would actually be kind of a cool ending. If he destroyed, like, if he has to, like, crush the watches one by one and the individual riders get their powers back as he does it, that would be a cool finale. Man, that would be a sweet finale. <laughs> I would be pretty into that. I would also be into that. We're going to have to remember to check this <laughs> when the show ends. Right. Uh, so, okay, but yeah. Sikiyami and, and uh, Gates are like, okay, guess we're going back to the future. Waz says, uh, hey, Overlord, how's it going? And Soga's like, I'm not the Overlord anymore. Go away. 
And Waz is like, sure you aren't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the, and now Decade is like, I don't understand the plot of the show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and now, now Decade's just like, well, that was easy. Right. Yeah, and Aura is, uh, she's like, uh, she says, well, we, we're still, this doesn't change our goals. We still need a king. Right, but like, whatever about your goals. Right, yeah, no one cares. Yeah. Uh, Swartz brings Robo Scorpion back to life. Yep, because uh, we have to kill Shogo for realsies. Right, as we mentioned previously, this makes no sense, and is possibly him secretly working against the other time trackers. Man, that also seems to make sense, because he's always been, like, the odd one out with the time jackers. Right. Yeah, he, he does always act like he's the more experienced and knowledgeable one among them. Yeah. And is, like, always correcting them. Yeah. So, I don't know. That that would be interesting. It'd be a fun twist. Yeah. Um, Shogo's uh, uncle uh, reveals the plot of the show. Right. Yeah, I really, I really like the sequence, actually. Uh, yeah, because Sogo tells him, like, Waz is going to come back to get his clock. And uh, his uncle with his... Oh, my God. I have, is that a clock bolo tie? I had yeah, never probably. noticed that before. That's adorable. He's got a lot of clocks. He's got a bolo tie, and the little gem on it is, is, a, is a, an antique clock. Bridge. That's pretty good. Yeah, I, that looks very nice. Yeah, he he says like uh when I told you about my dream passing me by, that wasn't necessarily entirely true. In some ways, yeah, I wanted to, you know, work for like a famous watch company, but uh honestly, like I kind of got what I wanted in the end by just doing this. It didn't at the time, it wasn't exactly what I thought I wanted, but, you know, in time it became what I wanted. Right. Yeah, it's just basically, he says, like, the line, like, every time doesn't move the same for everybody. Right. And I went, ah, I found the moral lesson of this show. Yeah, time doesn't move the same way for everybody, and, yeah, things exist in their own time and move through time at their own pace. Yeah. Which is nice, because, like, that's also, that's, like, the theme of the show with the Heisei writers and stuff, like... Yeah, we're leaving the Heisei Riders all behind, but, you know, they're still going to always have influenced things in their own time, and people might see them at some later date, and they'll still affect them, so that's sweet. Yeah. Good message. Yeah. Good and then for, like, five minutes, Shogo is all about entrance exams, eh, entrance exams, but then that goes away, like, instantly. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's because it seems for a second there that he's because uh, he he ends the scene by saying like you know maybe uh, his uncle tells him you you might find yourself back on the path of your dream at some point and so he's like oh okay maybe by going to college or something I will find myself back on that path but yeah that's not gonna last more, for more than a couple more scenes <laughs> yeah because then Shogo's out like he's like buying groceries or whatever. Yeah, he gets groceries and Robo Scorpion shows up and is extremely mad at the groceries. Yeah, and then um, Uru shows up and uh, freezes time and is like, ah, we gotta kill you now. I'm gonna take a bite out of this pepper like I'm the Iron Chef guy. I, I was just about to say that. Like, is this a weird explicit Iron Chef reference? I don't, I don't think it is, but like... Do, do people normally just take bites out of bell peppers? Yeah, actually. Bell peppers make my stomach hurt, so it's just not really... Oh, really? You don't like bell peppers? 
Yeah, yeah, they 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 seriously like the juice in them really bugs my stomach. I th- I thought I've seen you like have them on fajitas though. No, I always eat around them. Wow, I shocker! Know I know, right? Biggest I mean, that, twist. That's fine. In this episode. I mean, the biggest twist is you don't think Super Metroid's good, which we still haven't followed through with talking about yet. <laughs> we talked about it off screen. No, we didn't. I mean, a little. Not to the extent that it needs to be. <laughs> well, I, no one sent an email yelling at me about it. We'll address it on the show as soon as we get that email. Um, I mean, does it count if I send an email? Sure. Because I'll send an email. <laughs> you can you can do that. There are no rules. You can do whatever you want. You should maybe think about having some rules before I just twist things in my favor. <laughs> no, there there are no rules. We're, we're talking about Decade be- and Zio, the the most no rules shows ever. Watch as I as I pull a Zio and set my own course of things and stuff. <laughs> uh, it started out cool, but. I know, it, it kind of fell apart. I, I kind of lost it. Okay, so... Yeah, okay, so the Robo-Scorpion is attacking Sogo, and he's getting his ass kicked, because he's he's just a guy. Uh, Waz shows so, up. Yeah, Waz shows up with a new space-time driver on a red, gold-fringed pillow. Yep. Like, overlords, don't you want it? Come on! <laughs> and Sugar's like, no, I don't want it. I'm not going to be king anymore. And then we cut to Tsukiyomi and Gates, who are about to leave. Right. And then Tsukiyomi's like, oh no, Shogo's about to be murdered. And then Gates is like, soon, 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 all right, let's go save him. Like, I really don't want him to be murdered now that he's proven that he's willing to, do, you know, take any action to not become evil and stuff. Right. Also, there was some programming code on the bike display thing for a second. And it didn't super mean anything. It just looked like it was like some C code. Oh, I, I didn't actually notice that. I looked, I looked and paid attention and see, see, looked to see if I could uh, place it. It looked like it was either like C plus plus or Java. Oh, okay, just some random code. Yeah, yep. it was just the like initiating code stuff. All looks the same to if you aren't an expert in it, pretty much. That's also that's very true. Oh, this was a. Okay, so like we when we go back over to to Waz and the Waz and Sogo in the scene together, like the robots beating up Sogo and uh Or t- grabs the space time driver off Waz's pillow. This is actually the first time we see the back of it, and like it super is just a big watch. Oh yeah, it's like just like all black on the back. Uh, I thought it was reflective silver. No, I think it's just straight black. Is it? Pretty sure. Okay, no, there, he he totally turns it over, and it looks like reflective silver to me. I think it's just, uh, it's shiny, it's like shiny black that's reflecting maybe, maybe the light. Maybe the lighting is just shining off of it. But, but oh, yeah. you remind me of my favorite part of this episode, where after um he does that, Waz gets super angry and throws <laughs> down that cushion. Right, Waz takes his, his presentation cushion and is like, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of my favorite part. <laughs> It's pretty good, yeah. I, I went back, I rewound several times to see him <laughs> angrily throw down the pillow. So, so Sogo is getting, he's going to get lasered to death by Robo Scorpion. And uh, everyone's like, get out of the way, you moron, what are you doing? So uh, <laughs> Gates throws a sign in front of Sogo 
Yep. The laser blows up the sign instead, and it's revealed that Sogo was protecting a, a kid with a skinned knee who was about to get lasered to death, and he didn't, you know, he didn't want the kid to get lasered to death. Right. So everyone's like, oh, Sogo's a really good guy. Wouldn't, wouldn't they just adjust their aim if Shoko moved? Uh, yes. Yes, that would make sense. Okay. But, um, that, that is not part of the dramatic context of the scene. <laughs> that, that's fair. Even though, yes, it would totally make sense that if he moved, the kid would be in less danger. Okay, good. I'm glad we agree on this point. Right, right. <laughs> so, so Gates, uh, he does a a running a running transformation where he does like it. it it's pretty funny looking because he has to reach his arms across his belt and flip it while he runs forward, and he looks like he's doing a Naruto run kind of. <laughs> We haven't got to Common Rider Shinobi yet. There's a Common Rider. Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah they did uh, show that one in the preview, didn't they? They might have, yeah. I think they did. So uh, at about this point, after Gates shows up and starts fighting Robo Scorpion, Sukasa walks back into the scene and is like, "Hey, I should complicate things." Yep. I I mean I don't even think like Gates was winning. G- G- Gates is there to just get the shit kicked out of him all the time now. <laughs> That's another I mean, reason I'm not really yeah. on on Team Gates. He he does kind of he is kind of a jobber. He he's just here to get beaten up most of the time. Poor Gates. This is why he needs to give his belt to Sukiyomi. Just let her do this. That doesn't he's, happen. We he's we clearly both know bad he, at it. We both know Gates gets an upgrade for him. Does he? Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, he does I have a really I cool. I... I thought I showed you the scans for that. We'll have to talk about that off air. Uh, he does have a really cool transformation sequence in here where when he, he gets kicked back by Decade, slots in the wizard ride watch, and like the text on the tr- the transforming text on the watch pushes back Robo Scorpion. That is like, real cool. Yeah, he poses all cool while the magic circle turns him into wizard. But the it, wizard ride armor is really good. It I it is. I and yeah, and then right armor wizard because decade turns into regular wizard, and they have a wizard fight. Yeah, briefly. so um, I think I, I would... figured out the power level of this. It's um, so right armor's the weakest, and then and then it's decade, but then it's decade ride watch right armor. <laughs> decade ride watch right armors are better than anything else in the show so far. Right, because that uses the the upgrade form of the ride watch, which is stronger than just the regular form. That that's how I'm gonna map that. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if we're. I mean, we're gonna keep getting regular ride watches, aren't we? Like they're gonna seem like crappy after we after the decade upgrades have been introduced. I. I don't think the Decade Red Watch is going to last much longer, honestly. It, it it does seem like a pretty OP upgrade, kind of. It Because, like, well, I mean, from what I know, and, and even, like, the toys that I already have, I already know what the next Zeo form is. Oh, okay. Does he get another base form? He does, actually. Okay. Well, that's cool. I, I'm ready for that. So, so Gates and Sogo get thrown in a big... Like, I think it's actually like a lock. It's yeah. a drain. It's a drained out canal area, I think. Yeah. And uh, the villains are all like, "We're gonna murder you and stuff." So, so Gates gives Sogo his watch. 
and driver. He, yeah, yeah. He gives he gives Sogo his driver, and what does he turn into? Just Geo, and then he puts yeah. in the decade watch, and then he becomes decade right. ghost. Yeah, Geo. he becomes ghost, so he can use the ghost. No, I, no, we we got to back up. We got to talk about this this extremely like boys love scene where they just need to make out <laughs> okay yeah yeah the extremely homoerotic drama scene where they're both very wet and right. yelling each other about how they trust each other now right yeah like y- y- you thought that too right i yes i did it's also like handheld shaky cam up close to their faces it's yeah. very romantic they, they look and very then, cute and then case is like don't worry i'll trust you and if you turn bad i'll i'll kill you but, like, Gates, you've failed every single time you've tried to do that. <laughs> you've, like, explicitly tried to do that, and you were just overpowered. He has tried to do that and failed, yes. So, like, that's kind of a bad thing to promise. <laughs> like, I, I I guess emotionally, everybody kind of just forgot the fact that the Gates kind of sucks. <laughs> okay, but more importantly than that, Zio puts the, the space-time driver on, turns into Kamen Rider Zio in a really... Like an extra dramatic transformation scene. I like and then, when it when it turns around the background, but it doesn't turn around Gates. That's a good. I, I love that. And Waz is standing on a ladder that he has apparently <laughs> lowered down into the canal so that he can dramatically stand in frame with with Sogo and announce his new transformation. Yeah, Gates was just ready to be like rejoice the rebirth of um, Kamen Rider Zio. <laughs> right. I, I really wish that we had seen the off-screen bit of Waz <laughs> running over and grabbing a ladder and lowering it down there so he could get ready for this moment. That's true. Or maybe the previous night he had set up the ladder beforehand. Yeah, I mean, he's got the book that, that says yeah. the future, right? Yeah, the, like, book, should just the book know tells everything. him when the book gives him his blocking. He knows that he's got to hit his cue and when he's got to hit it. So, you know, yeah, he could, he could set up his props beforehand. That's true. Uh, so, so then we fight some. Um, we learn, you know, a decade ride watch form is, is, is better than regular ride watch form. Yeah, th- I, they are pretty awesome. But yeah, he I, uses I, the, the ghost hoodies to steal back the, the extra space-time driver that Waz had brought. Yeah. Or took. Yeah, that's now, uh, Gates's new space-time driver. Yeah, so Gates gets that one. Because, uh, yeah, Decade and RoboScorpion are outnumbering Sogo and beating him up for a while. Right. Yeah, so I'm starting to be more on Evan's side. I I, I like the concept and the idea of decade form, but it kind of looks really. It kind of looks bad. I think it looks silly. I don't think it looks bad. I I, I like the headpiece and just like the armor sometimes, but like the motif of it's really cool. Like I really love the transformation where the cards turn into the armor for it. Right, right. And the cards are modified to show the Zeo logo instead of the decade logo. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just like. It's not. It's not as cool as I want it to be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is a mix of a lot of different concepts in one it costume. In the headpiece is still really weird, which I also agree with Evan on. Yeah, the headpiece it does look super goofy. But you know, okay. that aside, so then, so then they get to team up and do a two-on-two, and then they get their ass kicked some, and they're like, but what if we switch ride watches? Yeah, yeah Decade uses uh, this, like, weird hell chain thing from with his Kamen Rider wizard powers, and uh, that messes them up pretty bad. But then they swap ride watches. 
Yeah, and secretly someone knew that the the upgrade form for uh, X Aid was Mighty Brothers Double uh, X, which makes two of them. Yeah, he just gets yeah they now they outnumber the other team. Yeah, and then Decade's like, well, I don't like these ads anymore, and he just leaves. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, okay, I guess I'm done. You win. Yep, and then like Aura and Or come in with Aura their... and Aura and Or. That's what I thought I said. Okay, I, I thought you might have forgotten their names for a second. I I probably names. also did that too. Um, they come in with their time machines and they want to have a time machine fight, but there's still that robot around. But luckily, there's two Shogos, so this doesn't matter. <laughs> right. <laughs> he can fight. Yeah, he can fight Robo Scorpion and pilot a giant robot at the same time. Right. So then it's kind of just a CGI mess for a little bit in the time stream. <laughs> the CGI. Uh, okay. Did this remind you of that bit from the Digimon movie when they have that fight in the Digitunnel? Oh, shit. It sure does right now. <laughs> I was thinking of that for some weird reason. But, like, I think the one in the Digimon movie, like, looked better. Well, yeah, it was entirely animated instead of being a weird CG hybrid thing. The The CG on the time machines is not good. It's never been very good, honestly. It's the weakest visual aspect of the show. I 100% agree it's never been good, but specifically here, it's not good. It, I mean, yeah, it's supposed to be a big dramatic scene, and like, yeah, they need to stop having their big climaxes be in these time machines. And then, like, Shogos was in robot form, and Gates was in, like, bike form, and then Shogos rode yeah. Gates's, and, like, it did, like, some weird, like, shooting stuff. It and then they did, like, this team-up move where, like, one was on the ceiling, and, like, they perfectly synchronized, like, yeah, touching they, they, their like, feet together. Yeah, they do, together. like, a, a kickoff uh, move where where Gates' launches, so goes, and then he does, like, a, a robot rider kick. Yeah. I did it's just dumb. want to bring up again how cool I think the, uh, the ghost... Uh, ghost Gates armor armor is because I love the giant eyes for the shoulders. Oh, the giant icons for the shoulders. Yeah, yeah. I think the the big icons and the wizard cape are the two best Gates shoulders. I I'd have to agree. Like, yeah, that's fair. Like, e- even like even if I like the Fize armor, I'm like it's just cell phones. Yeah, yeah. The Fize armor. I I think like base Fize looks better than the Fize armor. Oh, I would definitely agree that base fives looks better than the Fize armor. Yeah, the the Fize armor, I don't know. I feel like the cell phones and the wheels for drive are just a little bit, I don't know. They're they're too silly. Yeah, like, they just kind of had to pick something for the Fize one, because, like, it was before we were super gimmick heavy. Right, right. That makes sense. But yeah, and then they win somewhere in there, and then um, it shows... uh. Aura and or um, freezing time to get out of their exploding time machines. I, I, that was actually a good moment. I like, yeah, because their time machines are straight up blowing up, being destroyed, and they both get this exasperated look, like Ugh, we lost. Freeze time so that they don't die when their machines blow up. So I remember, like, it was a couple episodes back where the same thing happened, and we were just all like, "Well, shouldn't they be dead?" And then one of us was like, "Well, they probably just stopped time." So they just showed it this time. Oh, shit. We totally did do that, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, we're we're thinking with the writers on this one, I guess. Um, and then... And then it just kind of resolves. Oh, the uh, thing with Waz happens at the end. Yeah, Waz's book, all the gears and, and watch hands start turning on it again. And then it shows um, the super... the timeline in some way? 
Right. Oh, and then Omazio comes back at some point. Yeah, yeah. We during go this. back into the future, see Omazio come back into his Palantine thing. But then we see, like, the secret robot death machine that didn't disappear and was just secretly hiding underground. Okay, question. Before we before that, in the scene where Omazio is back in his Palantine, someone is moving behind him? Like, through the little slit in his, uh... In his in his throne, did you you saw that right? Nope, I missed it. Okay, it, it's in it's in like twenty one thirty in the episode, but he like has a line where he says like I knew that I couldn't stop being myself or or something. And there's definitely someone moving behind him. I don't know if that's a person or if that's like an ornament thing. Do you think it? I don't know. It does look like an it might be an ornament, but also it looks like it might be a common rider mask. I don't know. Who knows. But yeah, one of the big, uh, the, the electric razor robots is also not destroyed. Yeah. But then the cool part happens where, uh, where Waz is talking or whatever, but that's not important because they're showing Kamen Rider Waz, which is cool. Right. Oh, and also they all have a nice Christmas dinner because Uncle's happy that they're all sticking around. Oh yeah, this is a, this is the Christmas episode. Right. They, they did good this year. They didn't kill anybody. What, what? Oh, for the Christmas episode of X-A, they just killed off one of the main characters. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, they, they had some great timing with that. Yeah, yeah, the intro of Kamen Rider Waz is super cool. The the clock, uh, the little clock hands on the, the clock he had repaired turn green and start accelerating. Yeah, and it's they, super cool. They show the, the green Kamen Rider Waz, and he, like, draws a dagger from, like, an ankle holster. Well, he has his he has his weapon. It's what is it called? It's called something really cool. It's like something despair. Oh, okay. It's got a. I'm looking this up because I really dig the name. Um, scrolling down. Um. Oh yeah, yeah it's just I'm- it's just the the Zikon despair. Zikon Despair, nice. Oh, man, I hadn't noticed that the next episode is called Happy New Waz. Yeah, that's such a good episode title. good pun. (laughs) Does Rachel need to be on for next episode? She is, like, the biggest Waz fan I know. Uh, we we might have, might have Rachel on. Oh, shit, and I hadn't realized that Kamen Rider Waz, he has, uh, he has, like, one of those kids' plastic watches as his motif. Like he's got the little like uh like look down the the front of his costume. It's got the little like uh the nubs that you poke through the the plastic holder on a kid's watch. Oh shit! Yeah. Huh. Well, yeah. you see, it's like that because he's he's the newest one. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. He also has a different belt. It it does different things. Yeah, and they also show Common Rider, a ninja guy. I don't know that one yet. Yeah, Shinobi. It, it, is, it looks like his transformation thing is a, like a little a techno gourd that I'm guessing is a, a magic smoke bomb or something. I'm into techno gourd. Yeah, techno gourd as a transformer is pretty cool. That's neat. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, next time is Common Rider Shinobi. Uh, oh man, I, I'm looking forward to it. I really enjoyed this one. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Like, like the future, like different writers are interesting because they just like they kit bashed a bunch of older suits they had, uh huh, to make all those. <laughs> like, there's going to be three, and Shinobi's one of them, and like oh. they, they kind of just recycled parts to make them. Oh, Shinobi isn't Shinobi's a new writer. He's not from another yeah. show or anything. 
Okay. I, I actually hadn't gathered that yet. I thought was oh. was the new one they were talking about. No, um, no, sh- so, Shinobi in the show will be a writer from the future of the Zio timeline. Oh, okay. That's awesome. So hype. Uh, so, okay, for our last, the last complimentation project episode. Well, hang on. Tell me why you like this episode so much, because we talked about it, and I'm like, yeah, it's a fine episode, but I, I don't, like, I don't super know, love just, it. I just, it, it's what I had been, like, waiting for the show to do, just for them to... Okay, I, so it's kind of just like a, a first act finale thing. Yeah, like I I like Sogo as a character. I think more than I gather most th- more than most other people do. I guess like his character arc doesn't work for a lot of people, which is fine. I just think Sogo is like not even my problem this episode. I I do think that Gates is seriously underdeveloped and has very repetitive character stories. So, like, I'm kind of with you on that. I just like the other elements of the show a lot, kind of. That's fair. I don't know, just, like, the whole just, like, I don't know. It just felt like we we did this thing super quick, and then now now we're back here and ready to move on. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm more excited about what we're going to be seeing. Right, right. I'm definitely excited for what's coming now. I am too, but yeah. But yeah, we can talk about the last .5 episode. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, this one is mostly a, uh, they mostly talk about having seen the movie, apparently. It's talking about how the producers are fucking savage. Yeah, apparently they totally hid a lot of production details on the movie from the staff. And, yeah, they, they like, hid, like, a, a special day with some special guests from the staff, and then during the screening, they showed a different scene there instead of it. Yeah, they had a so, different like, they scene, wouldn't and, like, know. one of, I think the villain was voiced by somebody different than it was in the, the production version. Yeah. I'm just like, I, I, I kind of think that's super cool. <laughs> that is pretty neat. It does make me wonder, like, would any, like, would any of these people have leaked it? Like, I assume they wouldn't have, so. Yeah, I don't know. And then, and then they joke about having, like, a Toei hit squad. I think in the previous one, they mentioned having 12-hour press interviews, so I guess if I had to sit through a 12-hour press interview, it would be hard to keep track of what I'm not well, supposed to say. They they probably just saw any of those clips of, um... Oh, who's the new Spider-Man? What? Who's the new Spider-Man in the uh, movies? The, the new... Oh, um, I don't remember that kid's name. Tom Holland? Yeah, I think that's it. That sounds right. Th- there's, like, a huge, like, supercut of him just, like, spoiling the shit out of stuff. <laughs> that's funny so I, I picture they're just trying to avoid that <laughs> I, I like the bit in here when uh, Gates is uh, makes a crack about being mad at the producers and cracks his knuck- knuckles significantly more than anyone could reasonably crack their <laughs> knuckles <laughs> sounds like he is breaking his hands it's fine I also like the part where, like, so they bring up the, like, the Toei Hit Squad, and it shows, like, the pictures of the producers sinking into the ocean. Right. And then yeah, there's, like, the text fun. that says, like, the world is at peace. <laughs> oh, it actually does remind me of, like, the opening of Super Metroid, where, like, all Metroids <laughs> have been whatever, and the, wor- the world is at peace. Why do you have Metroid on the brain today? I don't, I don't know. Oh, okay. Fair. Yeah. I think uh, the previous one was a little more fun since they were just kind of celebrating the movie in this one. But, you know, yeah. that was a good time. Uh, I guess part of the big secret was that it was called Heisei Generations Forever. I, I guess I don't think that was a was secret. This... 
we, we knew that part. Oh, was it? Okay. I thought they said that that part of the title was a secret or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they might have, the... but like, I always knew the movie is that, so I'm like, okay. Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, after the credits roll on the last Complimentation Project episode, they, they zoom in on the producer in the Omazeo throne. And he, like, yeah, it's real good. Like, I'm pretty into it. That was a good joke. But, yeah. That I'm gonna was... miss .5 episodes. I am also going to miss .5 episodes. I wonder if they'll release them in, like, text form or something, or just, like, have the actors talk about stuff. That'd be cool. If they do, it probably won't be translated. Yeah. That was Geo this week. We yeah, did it. Yeah, we watched the was, thing. That was Zio. We talked about it a lot. We did. I, I guess I wasn't around for 15, so I, I needed to get my Neither Zio was Evan. In. Fletch was there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I needed to talk about Zio. I really needed to, so. I want to talk about next week, because I just want to be like, oh my fucking god, was. <laughs> well, we will be back with that in two weeks, unless we do another Gagaga episode or something. Who knows? I need to talk to friend of the show, John, about recording a Gagaga episode. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, because he skipped that one time we were going to record with him. Nope, that was someone else. Oh, other friend of the show. That was other friend of the show. Look at us having multiple friends of the show. We do have, we have friends. But yeah, this has been a show on the internet at journeythroughthedecacast.com where there's links to everything, like the host Twitters, emails. I didn't open the, the thing that Evan wrote for me, so I'm just doing it off the cuff. Oh yeah, yeah. And, um, uh, it's been a fun time. Yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us, everybody. For the rebirth of Common Rider Worm. I haven't brought that up in a while. That's true. That's that's a callback. Do do and, do, do do that kabuki <laughs> that kabuki woodblock noise here. Imagine I, the pose. Okay. Um we I can see what I can do. I mean I wasn't seriously expecting you. I think it's funnier if you don't include the sound effect. Oh, okay. That's cool. I'm gonna keep this part in too. That's good, that's good. Okay. Yeah, good night uh, everybody. Thanks for yep. joining us one more time. We've just been a passing through podcast. Remember that.